There we go. Okay. <laughs> Gotta love computers. All right. So we press this button. And we press this button. Oops. And then we go down to here. And we press this button. And then we go down here. And then we go over here. We press there. 60. 59. 58, this is a countdown 57, to the Slade and Mason show. 55, 54, this continues to be a countdown to the Slade and Mason show. 50, 49, 48, You're listening to the countdown to the 46, Slade and Mason show. 45, 44, 43, This is the continued 42, countdown to the Slade and Mason 40, show. 39, 38, right now. 37, You're listening 36, to the countdown 35, to the Slade and Mason show. 33, Please stand by me as you're listening to the countdown 30, to the Slade 29, and Mason show. 28, 27, this 26, is the 25, to the Slade and Mason show. 23, 22, we oh continue yeah, 21, now with the countdown 20, to the Slade 19, and Mason show. 18, 17, stand by 16, as we are 15, now delivering the countdown 14, to the Slade 13, and Mason show. 12, 11, yes, 10, this is our countdown 9, to the Slade 8, and Mason 7, show. 6, 5, ready? 4, we go. 3, 2, 1. <laughs> Broadcaster from the Dan Mason Studios, yep. deep in the heart of Virginia. Mm -hmm. It's the Slade and Mason Show. Slade. I'm Dan Mason, and, and this, this is the Slade and Mason, Mason Show. Well, good morning, everybody. I'm Dan Mason. Uh, JD not here again today. That's right. Sorry about that. But um, we need to make sure he's working properly. So, <laughs> so it will be me. Very sorry. Very sorry. Um, all right. So this is the Slade and Mason Show. It's all about you and us. It's like a radio program where we share with you news and stories and things we see throughout the week. And things that happen to us um and it's just basically our take on it really don't don't take it too seriously we're just kind of having fun here um uh, these these are things you just never hear on the radio because you know that they, they, that'd be the last thing you ever hear uh we're just trying to have fun don't take it too seriously just enjoy all the music is brought to you by dano music dano music because well you know we we could put money into this program but <laughs> then it might show Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, don't forget to check out our Instagram page with the Slade and Mason show. M-A-Y-S-O-N-Y. Cause we love you. Um, you go take a look at that picture from 2016. Um, and remember to tell all your friends, neighborhood people, you see cops on the street to say, Hey, I, I actually listen to the Slade and Mason show because I, I don't know why I do. <laughs> uh, uh, and as always, we are brought to you by uh, Icy Something Icy Treats. We'll talk about that a little bit later today. But um, I guess I'm going to talk a little bit about my rant for the day uh, on behalf of JD, which would be, man, it is hot. I mean, 
I get it. I get the whole, it's hot. It is summertime. I guess I should expect that. But it just seems inordinately uh, a little, little, little on the warm side this year. We've had record, and I mean record, heat uh, all week. It's been in the 90s. And as you know, I'm on vacation these two weeks, and uh, I can't do anything with the kids. I can't go anywhere. It's too hot. We're all indoors, playing games best we can, or entertaining ourselves in one way or another. But, man, when it gets hot like this, it's almost like when it's wintertime, when it's super-duper cold and you can't go outside, you're stuck indoors. So talk about your ultimate quarantine. It is just absolutely unbearable. But... Hope is on the horizon. Uh, not today, of course, because as you see, we're supposed to get up to almost 99 degrees today again. <laughs> so you got to drink lots of water. Uh, check on your your elderly next door neighbors and make sure they're they're hunky dory and they're not out there, you know, mowing the lawn at, at high noon or something ridiculous like that. Because I've I've actually seen people do that, and I sit there and I shake my head and I'm thinking. What are you people doing? It is so hot out there. What do they say? It's so hot. Uh, what, what do the uh, Native Americans say? You'll only see loco dogs and white people. Yeah, mowing, mowing their lawns and being out in the heat. But uh, yeah, so that's what that's all about. It is super hot. We're going to make it through it. But uh, it is just a little bit over the top. Not sure why uh, so quickly. I mean, and it's been dry too. So... We did have some thunder lightning storms, I guess it was um, uh, Thursday into Friday, um, or was that Wednesday into Thursday? Like, I, again, I've been on vacation, so it's all one big long day for me, but uh, except I don't have to, you know, be at work. Um, <laughs> I guess it's a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. But it's, uh, yeah, the, the ground is cracking. I'm seeing fissures <laughs> open up. I could look down and see the mantle of uh, the earth. So maybe that's explaining why it's so hot. Maybe we've seen the mantle of the earth. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's not it. No, no, no. It's a little bit of greenhouse effect going on. That's a fact. That's a real thing that happens. It's uh, See, what happens is the uh, earth's atmosphere is kind of like a pane of glass. Yeah, so, you know, the rays come in. They bounce onto the earth. And, um, you know, with all that blacktop out there, that's where a lot of the heat comes from. Uh, I have one of those handheld um, heat guns. You know, you kind of point to aim and things like that. No, it doesn't throw heat out. It measures. Anyway, so Freddie, put that down. It's very silly. Um, so no, it uh, when you're when you're measuring things like, for instance, there was um, was it last Monday? I guess it was. Temperatures like 107. Yeah, I'm, I know they said it was 100 degrees, but I went around and measured with a little heat gun. And on the side of a tree, it was like 107. On the surface, on the dashboard of my vehicle, it was 198 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know, that's like that's like uh, 42 or something like that Celsius. I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not a Celsius person, but so uh, as an experiment on the on the on the roof of the vehicle. It was 178, so pretty darn close. And what I decided to do was I put a frying pan. Yes, I did it. Yes, I did. I did. I did. I did. Um, I put a frying pan on the roof, and I did not want a bird pooping on it. So I put an egg into the frying pan, and then I put 
a domed lid on top, which of course adds one more extra layer for the heat to bounce around and hide in. So, sure as donuts, um, temperature got up quite high, and after about an hour, hour and a half later, I had uh, the equivalent of a baked egg. Now, I know you're all wondering, uh, did, did Dan Mason actually eat that? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. I took the lid off. I gave a little... It tasted like a like an overly cooked, boiled slash um, baked egg. That's what it tasted like. So with that in mind, um, I kind of slid it onto a plate and I gave it to the dog. <laughs> she ate it unceremoniously. Um, but yeah, super duper hot. Hot enough to, yes, cook an egg. Now, on top of that, that's my rant, by the way. Moving on to other things. Um, right now, my upstairs air conditioning does not work up to spec. And I figured that one out on those days when it hit 100, 101. Um, uh, no matter what temperature I set it to, it never got below 80. That was the lowest it ever got. Um, so I think it's missing some Freon. I may have to call somebody. I hate doing that. It's the type of thing that's like, hey, I know how to do this. I can fix it myself. I know what the, the systems are. I know. So it, it's, it's one thing to know you have all that equipment and know how to use it. Uh, the problem is now you have to do it yourself. And yeah, then you got to go buy the Freon. Then you got to buy the system. There's a thing. It's like where it comes in and where it goes out. And you got to get the pressures just right, the right temperature. And there's a whole big, huge. Blah, blah, blah. If I mess it up. I just destroyed my system. So I'd much rather get someone who knows what the heck they're doing. And uh, that way, if they make a mistake, I can sue them. Yay. Uh, so <laughs> now the downstairs, downstairs works fine. The downstairs works fine. But the upstairs, um, it, it has been struggling. It has been struggling. And I know it's costing me money. So yeah, it's definitely something I got to, I got to deal with. So, um, very annoying, very annoying. So that'll be that'll be next, and um, but uh, yeah, I mean the system is what it's twenty. This is two thousand one, so yeah, it's nineteen years old. I mean that's a that's an old, old system. I mean now you know look at it. It's, you know looks like it's the same as it was when I first moved in here. But you know we moved in, it was September two thousand one, and the house had been. Uh, alive, if you will, for less than nine months. So yeah, basically it was a brand new house and, you know, we destroyed it. So that's how that goes. Um, you know, if you ever want to destroy a house, just put a pile of kids in there and give it some time. And yeah, the house will just kind of go south real quick. It's not a big deal. Um, let's see. So, so I guess, yeah, it's, it's due, it's due to be repaired or something like that. But, um, um, so something I did this week just for fun and giggles, <sighs> I don't know what I was thinking. Um, so, I, uh, my son was talking about the fact that he had applied or was going to apply to, uh, DoorDash. I don't know if you're familiar with this one. I'll kind of recap it if you're not, but you have, uh, Uber Eats, you have DoorDash, you have, um, uh, Grubhub, 
there are these different services that you can, um, as a restaurant, you can install into your uh, the mix. And what happens is you will get receive an order for you know a, a large pepperoni pizza and a, a bag of wings. Okay. And that's pretty much it. And it came came in, you just prepare it, and you put it on the shelf, and it sits there for, you know, Bob Jones. And that's the end of it. That's the end of it. So what's interesting is they have these drivers who go around, and they go to the restaurants with an app. They go to the restaurants, and they pick up the food, and it will give them directions to the recipient. So, and it's completely seamless. So... Um, just that, you know, the, you're online, you look at the, you know, you're going through the Grubhub, you see, you know, a large pepperoni pizza, you click on the price, you're like, ah, oh, that's for delivery. And that's it. And you just hit the go button. The, uh, restaurant receives their order, uh, could be as a fax, it could be email, it could be integrated into their point of sale system. And the next thing you know, they have an order for the pepperoni pizza and the bag of of, uh, fry, uh, of wings. Then, as that's being processed, they put a little up notification letting you know that it's done. When that's done, they round robin to different drivers in the area. Little pop up, and you'll say, "Hey, got an order for X over at the you know Bob's Pizzeria. Did you want to go pick it up?" And you hit the little go button. And you go pick up the order and you verify all the stuff is there and yep, a large pepperoni pizza and yep, yep, bag of bag of wings. Okay. And that's it. You'd then take it and you pop it in your car and you get the directions. And of course we all have either uh, Waze or we have Google maps and it pulls up that program and it directs you directly to that person. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to, be nice to them. You don't have to see them. A lot of these are just, you know, dropping it off at the front door. You take a picture of the food and you drive away as quickly as possible. That's how that works. And that's it. You get, you get paid that. So <sighs> I wanted to give it a try. So I did, uh, signed up for a uh, DoorDash account. I did. I'm not kidding. So, um, and just that I, you, they kind of, they kind of position you. They say, look, here are some active areas. Okay. Kind of hot right now. Go over there and you essentially just sit in a parking lot. And then all of a sudden, bloop, you get a pop-up notification. And that's when you start to move because it's at that point that you have to run inside the restaurant to pick up the order. And, uh, it's, that's it. You go in there. A lot of these places will have like a little shelving area where, it's sitting there and you just go pick it up and that's it. You wander out the door, uh, which, which begs the question. I'm thinking how many people have actually gone into restaurants and have just taken, you know, different Grubhub or whatever food systems. I bet that's a problem in some of the bigger cities, you know, but I'm sure they have cameras and they keep track of that stuff and all that fun stuff. But let's see what else. Um, so, um, let's see. Uh, so that's something I want to talk about. So I've tried that. Um, let's see my experiences. Uh, let's see. So pretty much 
nothing really happened. Uh, first order picked up, dropped off, picked up, dropped off. Third one was interesting because she was out in the middle of nowhere and it was an apartment complex. And I'm going down and it said, you know, it said, uh, let's say, you know, 1401, 1402, 1403, and then went to the next building, which would be 1404. Right. That's where she was. And I went up and I went to the the door, door number 444, and I dropped off the sandwich and drove away. Then I got a text message back from her saying, that's not my door. I guess, you know, I did a picture of the, of the uh, door. And she said, that's not my door. So I had to drive back and find it. As it turns out, that building had two of the same number. Hers was like a block down the road. So I had to go walk down the block, make the delivery. I finally did it. So that was a little weird. Um, so you got to think about things like that. And what else was there? Something weird. Um, oh, um, so sometimes you'll go to uh, where there are restaurants and... We had there was one with a strip mall, and I'm sitting there waiting for the order. I'm waiting for the order. I'm waiting for them to say, "Where's, where's the order for Johnson? Where's the order for Johnson?" Oh, Johnson, uh, give me just a minute. Okay, do you know how long it's gonna be? No, I don't know. Okay, so I'm sitting there waiting, sitting there waiting, sitting there waiting, and then they say, "You know, it's possibility. It's for this restaurant over here." The sign for the restaurant was right overhead, but the entrance was down over there. See, I'm pointing to the left. Don't you love radio? So, yep. So I went over and I found the order and it was sitting there and I picked it up and I finally delivered it to the fellow and he was a happy camper. But I got to tell you this, the great thing about going to some of these places is knowing which ones I will never go to. I won't mention names, <clears throat> but <clears throat> it wasn't Papa's Pizza. <laughs> I put the pizza and the... I don't know what else the fellow had in the back of my car. And I drove and I drove and he was about uh, nine minutes away. Oh my gosh. The smell of the food. Normally the smell of the food is something enticing. This smelled noxious. It was disgusting. I couldn't wait to get the food out of my car because it smelled like vomit. It did. It smelled just like vomit. And I cannot believe it's, I, I'm sitting there going, man, someone's going to, someone's going to, someone's going to eat this. And I'm thinking, yuck. So, yeah. So I couldn't wait for that to happen. Um, let's see what else. So, oh, real quick. Uh, one to talk about, uh, uh, we, we lost a big one today. Uh, Regis Philbin. Yep. He, uh, he was 88 years old, originally from Brooklyn, New York. There we go. Uh, born in 1931. Now, if you think Regis was an unusual name, uh, he's actually Regis Francis Xavier Philbin. Yeah. Just because, you know, parents are funny that way. Um, <clears throat> he's actually in the Guinness Book of World Records as the most hours on U.S. television. Um, so he is, some of us know him for, um, uh, Regis and Kathy Lee, the, that show. Um, I remember him from who wants to be a millionaire. That was, uh, that was, a uh, uh, that one was a whole lot of fun. 
Uh, I think he retired, what, in 2011? Yeah, 2011. And, um, yeah, so that was another nine years. He's uh, He's been married a couple of times, and uh, he's got a couple of children. Survived by that. Um, but, yeah, he, uh, he started back in the 1950s. I think that's about right, yeah. Yeah, The Tonight Show, he got to start there. So, uh, Joey Bishop, he was a sidekick on the Joey Bishop show. Um, but, uh, yeah, 88 years old, just a couple months, uh, uh, before his birthday, he was, uh, August 25th, 1931. So just a couple months, couple, about a month before his birthday, he's, uh, would have been 89 years old. So sorry about that. Uh, Regis Philbin will, uh, gone 88 there. Very boring. All right, let's go on to something more exciting, more fun, more good, more everything. Actually, I was going to take a break, but let's let me let me do this. Um, let me. So I don't know who out there does the cooking, but <sighs> there's six of us, okay. And added to the mix is my daughter has decided to become a vegetarian, which is fine. However, that now adds an extra layer of. Um, how does one put this carefully? Uh, struggle, okay? Because now I can't just, you know, fire up a steak and have some mashed potatoes and veggies and hand it off to everybody. Nope, 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 nope. And then I got the younger kids who are uber, uber picky about their foods. Um, you know, chicken sandwich, pizza, hot dog, thanks. That's it. Um, so can't do that. So I, I struggle. I struggle really bad. What, Freddie? No, we'll, we'll take a break. I struggle really badly because I can't find a dinner that everybody will eat. So I can't do like a veggie slaw dinner. Okay. I can't do a roasted potato and carrot only dinner. I can't do a meatloaf and mashed potatoes. I can't do, you know, hot dogs and pizza. Pizza is probably the only real universal um, that I can uh, share with everybody. But the problem with the pizza is we're trying to cut out the high carbs, the high fat, high sugar um, out of our diets right now uh, for other reasons. But um, yeah, so that that's uh, it. I would say that has got to be a big struggle for me because I just, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't find one meal that everybody's going to be happy to have. You know, I do, uh, another dish called, well, it's gar garlic noodles and it's a little, little on the spicy side, but, uh, you know, I have two people, well, myself included three people who will eat it. So that's half, that's half the bargain. Um, but the younger ones won't eat it cause it's too spicy or it's noodles. I don't want to have noodles. Um, so what do you do? How, how do you guys address that problem? How do you get uh, to where you can have one meal that'll serve everybody? Because I can't run my kitchen like a restaurant. I mean, I'd love to. That'd be great. But I can't. I mean, I got I to gotta be realistic about what I got. So, uh, oh, and speaking of my kitchen, good segue like this. Um, helpful hint for those of you who have a gas burner. Okay. Now, you know that the front right one is the one that usually has the most amount of heat BTUs. It's probably the one you use on a regular basis. 
here's what I found out. Um, over time, you know the piezo, piezo, is it piezo? I'll figure that one out. Uh, piezo, piezo electric connection. You, where you you know turn the gas on, you tap it over to light, and it goes tick 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 tick. And it, basically, what it's doing is it's throwing a spark out, and so the gas comes up through the center chamber. It goes into the uh, the mixing area, if you will, and it mixes with with oxygen, and then it goes out through a little tiny port, but the size of a uh, toothpick, and that port then goes into a little tiny chamber about that big. All right, about the size of a large pea. Okay, figure like an opening about the size of large P. Uh, not that type, this type. Um, the type you eat. No, don't want to go there. So, <laughs> so what happens is in that little tiny area, there is the piezo-piezoelectric source, and it will send an arc, and it's, you know, super hot. And what it will do is ignite the gas flow mixture. And then the whole port system fires up. So the front right burner we had wasn't firing up. So I went ahead and uh, now my brother actually said, let me, let's, let's order another, you know, uh, little tiny nerbulator. The thing that has a spark comes out of it. So let's order another one of those. It doesn't actually create the spark. It's just, it's like made of titanium or something like that, at the very tip and allows the spark to come up through a little, you know, Anyway, so we did. I pulled the unit apart, replaced it, popped it back in, fired it up, tick, 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 nothing's happening. I'm like, son of a biscuit eater. So I take the thing apart again, and then I noticed on the aluminum feeder assembly, and that comes, slides right out, where that little P-shaped cavity is located was not clear was not smooth was not it had it basically it looked like someone had cooked it it had charred so it had blackened it had a carbon buildup and because you got the carbon buildup the carbon will actually act as an insulator and will not allow it to send the spark through huh so I took it over to the sink and I scrubbed it with a, a scouring pad and some um, um, SOS soap pads and got it nice and smooth and aluminum again. Dropped it right up. Maybe I dry it off first. Dropped it right back into the unit, turned it on, tick, boom, came right up. So helpful hint to you. If that's ever going to happen to you, instead of taking the whole unit apart, maybe, just a thought, maybe... You could try cleaning it. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm JD Slade. I'm Dan Mason. And this is the Slade and Mason Show. But we'll be right back with the Slade and Mason Show.
day in history, July 26, 1309. Henry VII is recognized as King of the Romans by Pope Clement V. Uh, apparently there was a lineup and uh, he said, uh, that guy right there, he's King of the Romans. So that's how that worked. 1788, New York ratifies the United States Constitution and becomes the 11th state in the United States. They were gonna have a big party celebration for it, but uh, New York said, eh, forget about it. 1847, Liberia declares independence. And the rest of Africa went, I'm sorry, who are you? Oh, have at it, yeah, sure. 1947, U.S. President Harry S. Truman signs the National Security Act of 1947 into U.S. law, creating the Central Intelligence Agency, United States Department of Defense, United States Air Force, Joint Chiefs of Staff, United States National Security Council, and a small little department called, shh, don't even ask. And finally, 2005, the coastal city of Mamambi, India, receives 39.17 inches of rain within 24 hours, bringing the city to a halt for over two days. The good news is, fishing was great in the bedroom. I'm Dan Mason, and that's July 26th. Guzio. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, look, I've got my own brand new diet book. Yeah, diet book. It's like a, like 120 pages or so of information that you can use to lob off those ugly pounds of weight you, you've taken on over the winter. This thing here's got chock full of great ideas and diet plans, but you can start using it right now. Let's open up a random page. Here we go, let's see, uh, page 44, a vanilla shake. So like instead of using cream, you do use like uh, like two and a half pounds of radishes. Yeah, and you blend them up in the blender. They's highly nutritious and chock full of fiber and delicious. Well, words cannot even explain the flavor. <laughs> and remember, it's not just about diet. They's about exercise programs in here too. Hey, let's take a look at page uh, 39. Now, this one's a little touchy, uh, hard to describe, but it, it, it requires four cinder blocks and eight bungee cords and an acetylene torch and your ability to move rather quickly. Now, that's for your own safety, of course. Uh, you just might want to consult with a doctor before doing that one. Hey, let's flip open a page uh, 98. Shows a quick tip for losing a quick 30 pounds. Yeah. All you just gotta do is you take the walking path from Baltimore, Maryland to Secaucus, New Jersey. Be mindful of traffic on the Jersey Turnpike, and you might want to consult your doctor in the in a traffic cop before taking the, that trek. And also uh, check with your uh, life insurance agent. Uh, yeah, these books got it all: recipes, diet plans, exercise suggestions, and off all else fails. Uh, the last ten pages features wardrobe ideas and a makeup guide to de-emphasize your uh, uh, fuller self. Look, you ain't gonna squeeze into that, that bikini wear with the weight you put on over the winter. And men, please, please, for the love of God, no Speedos until you get rid of that gut. Use wearing a red pair of Speedos is something I just do not ever want to see. Summer's right around the corner. So if people can see you five minutes before you show up around the corner, you just might want to order my new diet book right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, right now! Send only $19.95 plus $10 shipping and handling to P.O. Box 9022, Fredericksburg, Virginia 22403. Wait like 8 to 10 weeks for delivery. Let's get this done now, because it's spring! And what you're seeing ain't Boyd's regurgitating food for the little ones. Actually, they're seeing you and throwing up! So let's get you fit for the summer and order my Carmine Deguzio diet book. Here's to seeing a whole lot less of you. I mean, like a whole lot less of you. <laughs> I'm Carmine Deguzio, and we'll see you real soon! I don't lie away My baby said goodbye again And my heart's about to break So please don't mind me sitting here Alone with my regrets Another cup of coffee And a pack of cigarettes Coffee, cigarettes and tears Coffee, cigarettes and tears Just a nervous wreck am I since my baby said goodbye, coffee, cigarettes, and tears. It's nice of you to tell me, pal, that she was all to blame. She only brings me misery, but I love her just the same. I understand your sympathy, you'd like to help some way. But just fill up my cup again and empty out the tray. Coffee, cigarettes, and tears. Coffee, cigarettes, and tears. Just a nervous wreck am I. Since my baby said goodbye, coffee, cigarettes, and tears. Oh, pick it out like I showed you, boy. My heart cries out with loneliness. I'll find somebody new. She isn't worth the price I pay, but there's nothing I can do. No matter how I tell myself, I hate her more and more. But I'd be the first to welcome her if she walked in the door. Coffee, cigarettes, and tears. Coffee, cigarettes, and tears. Just a nervous wreck am I. Since my baby said goodbye, coffee, cigarettes, and tears. Sorry about that, gang. But now we must return you to the Slade and Mason Show. Dr. Fine, Dr. Fine. <clears throat> it was pretty good when I just did it. Hi, I'm J.D. Slade. I'm Dan Mason. <laughs> and this, this is the Slade and Mason Show. All right, here we are, here we are, here we are. That was, of course, uh, Coffee, Cigarettes, and Tears by, you're going to love this name. Uh, his name is Charlie P. 
peanut faircloth and Stephen Nelson with Jack Rollins on the guitar. Uh, yeah, that was in commemoration of today, which is national. Well, I mean, what it's either coffee, tea, or tears. So is it National Tear Day? No. Is it National Cigarette Day? No, I don't think they'd celebrate that. Celebrate getting off of cigarettes, maybe. That might be what it is. Yes, it could be. Nope. It's actually National Coffee Milkshake Day. I can't make this stuff up. But yeah, today is National Coffee Milkshake Day. So uh, Coffee, Cigarettes, and Tears by Charlie Peanut uh, Faircloth here on the Slade Mason Show. Hey, guys, we're just trying to play a little bit of fun here. It's just having a little bit of fun. Leave me alone. Uh, that was what that was all about. Um, so I want to, as, as J.D. would say, pull back the curtain a little bit this morning. I would have started a lot sooner getting everything set up, but I opened up my, uh, my I use, uh, um, uh, uh, what is it, Audition? What do you want to call it? Uh, Audacity. I use Audacity to uh, make recordings. And I could not get the system to work at all. I mean, it was like you couldn't find anything. And sure as donuts, I started dinking around with it, and I went through tutorials, and I read up on it, and I was like, man, I was wasting half an hour. This is not really good. It turns out somebody, <laughs> I should just lock my door. Somebody got in, and they pulled the audio in line from the back of my computer and switched it to something different. But it did. It took me half an hour to figure it out. But that's that's okay. But anyway, that's why we're here. That's why we're running things a little bit late. But anyway, hey, real quick, this half of the Slade Mason Show is brought to you by Icy Something Icy Shaved Ice and Treats by my buddy Sheila Keenan. You can give her a call at 804-617-8827. That's 804-617-8827. So what is Icy Something Icy? Well, what it is is, what it is is, what it is is, is she has a truck. It's a large food truck. And it has these two beautiful Italian um, icers, uh, ice shavers. And you put the, it's a big, huge block of ice. She has to special order it. And you got to keep it cold, obviously. Otherwise, you just have water. Uh, <laughs> and what she does is she runs this Italian device. And it it shaves the ice to the point where it's almost like getting ice cream. It's absolutely amazing smooth delicious and then she'll put her flavorings on top like pina colada uh orange cream cherry of course uh grape you know all the different flavors watermelon things that kids enjoy they put gummy bears on top and as soon as it hits the ice you know they freeze up rock hard the kids can crunch them and then they get soft and gooey and uh kids love it it's great uh so that's what it's all about she is out there. She is cooling down America one happy customer at a time. You can visit her at www.icsomethingicy.com, which is I-C-E-Y and then S-O-M-E-T-H-I-N. Leave the G off for goodness sakes. I-C-E-Y.com. Uh, they do have an Instagram page. They are on Facebook. As a matter of fact, uh, yesterday they were at the King George, King George Farmers Market, making those people happy. So go to their go to their website, 
Uh, again, com, or you can go to their Facebook page, look at their events calendar, take a look and see what's coming up and get on board with them. And here's the other deal. You know, you can hire them. Yeah, you can hire them. They will come down to, you know, do a birthday party. You got a corporate event that you need to get done. There's maybe a fundraiser if you're a church or something of that nature. And it's just good, clean, wholesome fun. Now, on the flip side, now, if you want to have them and you are, oh, kind of a, um, it's, you know, it's Saturday night and all holes barred gone evening, you can have them prepare the icy treat. And then maybe you might want to put a little, um, I don't know, a little vodka on top of that one, okay? Once you receive it. She's not going to put that on there because that would be illegal. She doesn't have a license for that. But, hey, people do it. It's delicious, and it makes that easy treat go down real fast. Um, so give them a call. Again, 804-617-8827. Her name is Sheila Keenan. Tell her Dan Mason sent you from the Slade Mason Show. Um, again, 804-617-8827, or visit their website at www.icsomethingic.com. All right, and before we get too far into this, I don't want to get uh, to the point where I forget to do this, but let's go ahead and play this. There we go. Okay, a couple of reasons why we are the fattest nation in the world. Let me see if I can turn this down. All right, wrong button. There we go. Where's my feed? Yes, we are a professional organization here. We'll get our act together in just a moment. Where did it go? Love you, Weird Al. There we go. Much lower, much better. All right. So we are the fastest nation in the world because Kellogg's. <laughs> I love this one. This is great. Kellogg's has is bringing back. I didn't even know this was a red thing. It's bringing back its Cheez-Its and wine box. Yes, I'm not kidding, gang. This is a big, huge box that you get at your local Wally World. You will need an ID to prove you're over 21 to get this. But essentially, it's wine on this side. Cheese, it's on that side. <laughs> so it's a box wine. You open a little, a little nervulator there, and uh, you got your I don't know liter and a half of whatever of wine, and it's a it's your just your basic, you know, El Cheapo white wine, and of course you got the cheese. It's on the other side to keep you going there. Another great reason why we are the nation's largest uh, planetoid people of consumers of food. Keebler announces the debut of its new birthday cake cookies nationwide. So if you want a cookie and it tastes just like, uh, yeah, I, so let's take a look here. It's a, um, it's a cookie. It's uh, it's basically a chocolate chip cookie, but it's called birthday cake. I really don't like the birthday cake flavoring, but some people do enjoy it. So this is just another one, including their, you know, their fudgy striped strawberry shortcake. Uh, the brand new deluxe chocolate chip things will make you think it's just exactly like uh, a birthday cake. So there you go. Um, and if you are a big person for it, and what is, it's all these cross flavorings. But anyway, here's another one. Uh, M&M's. M&M's. Very simple. It's chocolate with a candy shell or it's a peanut with chocolate with a candy shell on occasion an almond with a peanut not with a peanut with chocolate and a candy shell but nope 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 m&ms has taken it to the umpteenth level they are now featuring popcorn flavor that's right popcorn 
and chocolate-flavored M&Ms coming to a movie night near you so you can sit there and have a bag full of M&Ms. Oh my gosh, another reason we are the nation's hugest, most compact people on the planet. And finally, we have Wendy's. Wendy's now launches a new Wendy's reward program. This goes nationwide almost immediately. Essentially, what happens is it's an app, and you will uh, you'll be able to get uh, points to get uh, things like free nuggets. You can get a frosty. You can get a burger. You can get a salad. Pfft, nobody's gonna want a free salad. Forget that one. And other uh, wonderful things uh, there. So. Um, yeah, they think it'll be a lot easier than having a bunch of coupons. It's all built into an app. You can have it for both Android and your Apple devices. That is coming to you almost immediately. So more food, more food, more food, more food. And that, gang, is why we are the fattest nation in the world. All right, back out of there. Thanks, Weird Al. Appreciate that. Uh, what else we got, Reggie? Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, so let me go over to this page. So... Um, so we talked about touch my so um so Disney 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 what can I say about Disney so they um <laughs> a fight broke out this is the the Disney Florida so I don't know if it's Disneyland or Disney World I really don't keep track of it sorry guys but apparently there was an altercation I mean this made national news for some reason but there was an altercation and evidently there was someone down there who was using obscene language and it was loud enough that you can hear it from this event area and this event area and this event area and and where was this expletive barrage coming from of course security came down and the the um they, they, what do they call themselves? The uh, uh, cast members. They call themselves cast members at Disney. They're not employees. They're not managers. They're all cast members. It's a cast member. So the cast members came down, calmed the individual down. They won't even say if it's a man, a woman, a child, a person. Anyway, um, calmed them down and send them on their way. But where were they? What exhibit were they at? They were at the Tom Sawyer exhibit. So <laughs> I got to shake my head and go, what? There's a Tom Sawyer exhibit in Disney, Disney World, Disneyland, whatever the heck it is. And that just kind of, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tom Sawyer is like what my, my mom would read. Okay. And I get it. It's, it's a historical book and, and what have you. And, and now it's kind of, eh, you know, it's. We're, we're not not too uh, happy with its uh, sources. So maybe we should rethink what we got down there, guys. I think they should just shut Disney down and go, okay, that exhibit's got to go. That one's got to be renamed. This one, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like the teacup ride. Apparently that's still there. And I think the only reason that's there is it was actually designed by Walt Disney. But realistically, nobody wants to be in a magic teacup going round and round in circles. It's boring, boring, boring. I've actually seen the patent on it. It doesn't. It did, Walt Disney actually did sign the patent, but it's a design patent. It's very stupid. It, 
you know, it's the same type of thing you go to your local fair and you go, that thing goes round and round and then it goes round and round inside itself. But anyway, uh, that's, that's the problem Disney's having right now. And that made news for some reason. I can't figure that one out. Also, I, on occasion, I will come across videos and they're, again, they're recommended to me. And this one, I, I had to look at the title of it and I reread it and I said, what the heck? Here's the title. All right. Microwaving sand to make a kitchen knife. Now, I want you to think about that for a little bit. Okay, thank you. So would you suspect that that would probably uh, void the warranty on your microwave? Do you suspect? Do you think that would be a safe thing to do with your microwave? Do you think cooking sand, or better yet, he had to introduce uh, aluminum powder into the microwave and made an aluminum oxide yeah, aluminum oxide. Yeah, because you have to get that into to make the glass. The glass has a certain structure. So glass is, is basically sand melted down, but it's crystallized and made pure and clear because the crystals are lined up a certain way. And the way you get the lineup of the crystals is to introduce uh, a different type of structure, in this case, aluminum oxide. And what that does is it sets up a different lattice works. So glass can be set up you know, in panes, it could be set up in cubes, it could be set up in parallelograms. There are all these different designs that glass could be set up in. But when you when you introduce something else, like and they call it doping, if you introduce, no, not that type of doping. Nope, 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 nope. Get your mind out of the gutter. No, when you introduce different new chemicals into it, it will allow it to become different things. You can add different chemicals. It'll become a different color. Or uh, just like I said, it'll be crystal clear. And that's what this guy did. And he microwaved it. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clickbait, and I'm gonna click on that. I'm gonna watch this guy put this thing together because I'm, uh, I don't know, microwaving uh, sand uh, in a microwave. It just, just something doesn't seem right. It just doesn't seem right, and I have to look and find out. We'll find out a little bit later. I'll let you know how that goes. Maybe I don't know. Um, the other thing is um, I wanted to talk about was uh, coat hangers. Yes. Are, do you have? <laughs> sounds like I'm reaching. No, I'm not reaching. I'm not reaching. Some people have a thing about coat hangers. So they don't like the metal ones. They don't like the wooden ones. Or they don't like the wooden ones and they like the metal ones. Or they like the metal wooden ones and like the one, or some people like the plastic, and then some people like the plastic, but they don't like the plastic with little tiny hooks on the inside. Or some people don't like the coat hangers that have the uh, uh, where the 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 hook actually uh, rotates. And then you have other people who don't like it where the little notch off is in the in the on the uh, coat hangers. Me personally, I can't get that worked up about it. I mean, I'm it's just a coat hanger, right? I mean, it it does what it holds clothing up on a rod yeah and if it does a good job of doing it i'm a happy camper so if you're upset about the fact i'm not kidding people get very upset about coat hangers they don't like them doing certain things and i'm like okay whatever floats your boat so i just thought that was very interesting um i know we talked about food a little bit but i want to go back on just a smidgens about um blueberry bagels and I don't think we talked about this, but maybe we did. And ah, 
I got to ask you a question. How difficult is it to find blueberries? Okay. Like right now where the season's pretty much over, you still see them in the stores, um, still see strawberries in the stores, but right now it's, um, it's cherry season. So cherries are kind of like taking front row center. Um, lots of cherries available, but I'm thinking to myself, if you got, if you're, if you're okay. So you, if you're, if you're a bagel maker and you've gone through the trouble of making a bagel, you know what a bagel is, right? Okay. If you've gone through the trouble of making a bagel and you're making a blueberry bagel, make it with blueberry. Okay. Not with little nodules of blue that don't taste like blueberries. They just visually look like blueberries. It is amazing how many manufacturers will make blueberries without any blueberries in them. I mean, think about it. It'd be like having like a, uh, uh, like a cheeseburger without cheese or without a burger is just bread with, uh, stuff in the middle. Then, well, I guess maybe that's what, uh, I guess that's what an impossible burger is. Yeah. That's an impossible burger. But anyway, I, I, that's one of my, that's one of my, my, my pet peeves. I can't believe people, people do that. I can't believe allowed to do that. Uh, I mean, it says right in the package, it does say artificial blueberry flavor, but it just blows my mind. In this day and age, people still do that. Also, um, I'm noticing a trend, and maybe it's just me, but maybe it's because of the age group that I'm in. But I think it's really funny that as people get older, like of my age, <clears throat> and especially if they're single or kids are out of the house, or things along that line. In other words, they're, they're highly focused on themselves. There's nothing else going on except for their spouse. They are all getting uh, late 60s muscle cars. Yeah, they are. They are. And they're, they're becoming their, their go-to device. And I just, it's happening in my neighborhood. Every time I turn around, someone's got a new muscle car. And I'm looking and go, oh, the kids are out. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So I'm waiting for my neighbor across the street to go through his midlife crisis to where he's going to want to get a muscle car and I'm going to have to laugh at him because that's exactly what's happening. He's going through a midlife crisis. Uh, fellow down the road did that. He's got a beautiful 69 Chevelle. There is the fellow, uh, caddy corner across the street. He doesn't have, uh, an old car. What he has it's a motorcycle. That's the other one. Yeah, let's get a motorcycle. Let's, let's dream the road of being on the road. No, no, guys, get get real. It's not a real. It's not real. It's not real. Yeah, people don't just get on a motorcycle and drive for hundreds and hundreds of miles, and people go, oh, I wonder what happened to Gary. Oh, he's gone, man. Oh, well. Nope. No, people would absolutely freak out if a family member just got up and said, Yep, I'm gonna put my helmet on. I'm just gonna drive forever. Okay, bye, Gary. See ya. Nope, that's not gonna happen. Um, also, the guy with the muscle car—he's not gonna be able to jump it. First off, those muscle cars get really lousy gas mileage. Trust me, I know. I owned one of those. Um, last thing I want to talk about before I think—I think we're—we got enough. Ready? We got a minute or two. We do. Are you sure? Okay. Okay. So. Um. Letting your dog out before nine o'clock in the morning 
outside, bad idea, bad idea, because they will start barking. If they start barking, they're going to be waking people up. If they're going to be waking people up, people are going to get upset. People are going to get upset. They're going to call the police. People are going to call police. You know what happens. So make sure you don't let your dog grow up to be cowboys. Nope, that's not what I meant. Don't let your dog out before nine in the morning. Okay? Are we good about that? Do you guys understand? All right. Oh, well, there's the music coming up. Uh, that is going to do it for us for the Slade Mason show. Um, I'm Dan Mason, JD. Come on, man. Let me know when you're ready. Hi, I'm JD Slade. I'm Dan Mason. And, and this, this is the Slade Mason show. show. Hopefully we'll see you guys next week. Um, sorry. It's just me. Hopefully JD will be with us real soon. You guys take care and, uh, don't forget to, uh, Check him out on Facebook and say nice things to JD and, and uh, wish him well. Bye, all. say anything else. That's it. <laughs> uh, bye, Ted. <laughs>